Guy Ritchie is a extremely well-known and really, really good director, especially in my eyes. There's there's very few things by Guy Ritchie that I haven't seen, and the ones that I have seen, I really do like love. Like um, his directorial premise goes dates back more than twenty years, and the first one I can think of is Snatch. Like Snatch is such a great film, and not only did he direct that film, but he also wrote that film. Then you have the two Sherlock Holmes films with um, Robert Downey Jr., where he didn't write it, but he directed both of those films. And both of those films are phenomenal. Like, everybody wants another RDJ Sherlock Holmes. So that's the guy behind those. And then he also did the live-action um, Aladdin film that just came out a couple of years ago. So he's got some good things under his belt. And then I know there's other films that a lot of people do enjoy by him, like uh, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, and then Rock and Rolla. I haven't seen those, but I do know they're highly praised by him, especially the fact that he also wrote those films. Uh, but then he also has some misses, like uh, the King Arthur film that came out a couple of years ago. As a big King Arthur fan, that's not the greatest film in the world. I do know The Man from Uncle has a couple of hits and misses as well. So, you know, he's he's got his fair share of, you know, good films and bad films, especially when it comes to the fact that he's only got about, you know, 12 or 13 films under his belt. Now, this film is one of them. And we're going to talk about The Gentleman from about a year ago, a little less than a year ago. I think it, uh, it came out in England just at the end of 2019. And then it came out internationally uh, around that January of the next year, so 2020. So yeah, it's been out for about a year and a half now. It didn't really seem like my cup of tea, but what I've really gotten into is these, I don't want to say like overseas films or even these um, uh, British films, but like these, these films that are done not in like American studios or like by American studios in a way. Uh, I believe this is done by um, a studio um, out of Britain. So the thing is, is that what they do is they really, they, they make a lot of content that you don't see a lot of here in America in the sense of like certain um, story, like certain paths they choose to take story-wise. So like one big example I, li I have of that is a French film uh, called District 9. Uh, is it District 9? It's District something. I can't remember off the top of my head. But it, it was a film that basically took parkour and made it like uh, almost like a karate film using parkour. Uh, District 9 was the alien film. So which one was this? District 13. That's what it is. Now that I think of it. It's District 13. So that's like a French overseas film that became really big over here, especially during like the parkour era. It uh, starred some really good, like, action stars from, you know, uh, that region. And when those came over here, I was like, okay, they're doing something that's like, you know, we do that. We take action films, we reiterate stories, but they're adding some new kind of element to it. And The Gentleman is the same thing. It's just like this crime film, in a way, where it's all kind of about growing cannabis in, like, the underground drug ring, uh, like, of, you know, the English area. And it's just the 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 story where it, like these characters go and the and the the process of, of how these characters like move across the story, and it's it's just it's got a tremendous cast: Matthew McConaughey, uh, Charlie Hunnam, um, uh, Colin Farrell, Hugh Grant, and all of them. Like no character outshines another one. You know what I mean? 
And what I like about it is that it really does take a lot of the elements of, say, other films that are kind of in the same genre and the same feel of this film. And it doesn't overdo them, but it does them well enough. So, like, there's a scene in there where... Um, uh, I can't really explain this scene without really diving deep into the film. So... Basically how the character of Matthew McConaughey, he's the drug runner. He's the guy that runs all of the marijuana homes in um, in the, the, in the country of, you know, England. And how does he do that? Well, he buys out the underground space of all of these, like, mansions that are getting, like, foreclosed on. And he says, keep your home. I'll give you a small profit. Let me build this grow house in your basement. And that's basically what he has all over the all over the country. And what he's trying to do is essentially he's trying to get out of that business and get into something else. So when he's trying to get out of this business, he tries to get somebody to like sell to who he can make a pretty good amount of money for. And there's another guy who's trying to like get in on that process and whatnot. But you know, it's, it's that back and forth between these two people trying to buy Matthew McConaughey's grow house empire in England. So one of the people who like, own one of those houses that he has a grow house on what he does is he takes care of these people so he really looks out for them and they go to him and they're like listen my daughter she's a drug addict can you go and bring her back to us she ran away from home and she's dealing with these druggies so matthew mcconaughey's right hand man is um a gangster played by uh charlie hunnam and charlie hunnam goes brings a couple of other people with him they go to where they know that the girl is they go to try to bring her home, and what happens is one of the dudes winds up falling out a window and dying. And as they fall out the window, these three kids are there, and they're kind of like recording it with their phones. So Charlie Hunnam and the, the three other like henchmen he's got with him is like like get their phones away from them, and they split up and they chase after these kids. And there's a scene where the kid that Charlie Hunnam's character is chasing meets up with like his posse, I guess. So as he stands behind them, they're standing there with like swords and clubs and bats and shit. And Charlie Hanam is like, listen, I just want the phone, you know, give you the phone and, you know, we'll call it a day. And they're like, come get the phone, you scumbag or something. And then Charlie Hanam just like, he lowers his head and he's just like, ah, oh, these fucking kids. And then he pulls a freaking machine gun out of his trench coat and just fires it in the air. And they all scatter and leave this kid with the phone to kind of sit there and piss his pants. And it's just this really gangster moment where no matter what, like, these are people you don't want to fuck with. And it's just constant, like, like moving forward with characters and this story that progresses where, you know, this guy is, like, being challenged for his spot. Even though he's trying to get out of his spot, he feels that he has to, you know, like, fight back against all these challengers. And then Hugh Grant plays a, um, a journalist who's trying to break this story, like, worldwide almost. And they're trying to stop him. And then you have Colin Farrell's character who runs this like gym. He's called the coach. And he runs this gym where he has a bunch of dudes that are like training to like be like tough guys for him. But he's not really a gangster. And then they accidentally rob one of his grow houses. And they're like, holy shit, we just, you know, we found we were able to get it and blah, blah, blah. And the coach finds out and he's like, you morons, like, why would you do this? Like, you don't fuck with, you know, Matthew McConaughey's character. I think they call him uh, the, uh, what do they call him in the actual, 
film. I want to say it's the Duke. Oh, the Duke might be somebody else. I forget what his actual like name is, but he's got like one of those big drug king, drug kingpin names, you know, like like big boss man or something. So he's like, you don't fuck with him. Why would you do that? So he goes and he's like, listen, my boys robbed you. And, you know, I will pay you back. You know, I'm indebted to you. Please, you know, don't come after us. We'll return everything we still have. And I will be in debt to you until that debt is paid. And he's like, I respect you. It's very much one of those movies where it's a lot about respect, too. Like, it's about giving the respect and getting the respect in return. As long as you give it, you're going to get it. So um, the guy played, uh, the the guy Colin Farrell plays uh, the coach. And the Matthew McConaughey character, they kind of have respect for each other. Then there's another dude trying to buy Matthew McConaughey stuff. He doesn't really have respect for him. He's in cahoots with the original dude he's trying to sell to, where he's trying to, like, get the price brought down. So he's kind of, like, double scamming him. And then Hugh Grant is trying to, like, blackmail them, be like, listen, pay me a couple million dollars, and I'll never let this story, you know, hit the tabloids or whatever. And... It's just, it, it, it tells a really, really great story, and it doesn't miss a beat. There's nothing missing in the film, and I just really enjoyed it. As a person who doesn't really go towards these films, like, I'm not really driven towards a film like this, simply because, like, there's just so many of them, and, you know, it's kind of, I don't want to say it's like a period piece, but it's just one of those films that, like, I, I don't... I don't see the draw for me. Like, some people will see that draw just for the fact that it's a Guy Ritchie film. Some people will see it just because it's a Matthew McConaughey film. I wasn't really drawn for either of those factors. You know, like I said, I haven't watched every Guy Ritchie film. The ones I have watched are great. And I'm really glad I gave this one a chance. And what I will tell to you is that if you have kind of sat on the sidelines and kind of looked outside, looked from the, out, from the outside in at the film like this, and you haven't given it a chance yet... By all means, give it a shot. It's really a really good film. It's really worth uh, giving it a chance and giving it a watch through. I thought it was super enjoyable, and I think you would too.